Hey, this is your name, your name, your name. And uh, they say it ain't easy. Game three. And their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break. The great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. Ooh. We're talking about the process at which we do things. Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your foot on the pedal. Base, 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 base. There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this rut, own this rut. The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next Sunday. What's up, Jet fans? Welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, broadcast to you live from beautiful, amazing, picturesque Crystal Lake Studios in Westchester County, New York. My name is Keith Farrell. I'm joined, as always, by the number one Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Lagaris. Mike, what's up, man? What's up? Quite a week. Quite a roller coaster. <laughs> Monday night was. And everybody that has a podcast or a blog or an opinion about the Jets, you've heard many of them already. A lot of them have been about Rodgers, about our luck, about the Jets being cursed, Mike, especially the first half of that game on Monday. I mean, what a roller coaster the night was. Most places I've seen, listened to, have kind of led with the negative, which we all got really quickly once we heard Aaron Rodgers is out. Jet fans felt this is going to be something horrible. <laughs> and that's, that's what we felt, Mike, and that came to fruition. But I want to say one thing before we get into Rodgers and what we're going to do and what our options are and the chances of this team the rest of the year, before all that, Mike, I just want to let Jet fans and the world know that I'm proud, so proud right now of this team and this fan base. And here's the reason why, Mike, when I'm at the game on Monday and Rodgers goes down and by halftime you find out they're leaking out, oh, it might be an Achilles. You can imagine, Mike, and you and you and me, you know, we were, we were talking to each other. You could feel the collective sigh in the building, you know, the yep. air out of the balloon, the, the, the remembering Vinny and Chad and Sanchez and all these other, like, how, how can this happen to us again? How, right? You felt it. We went to halftime, down 13-3. By the time the second half started, they kicked off to the Jets. We went down, we got a field goal. Next time, the Bills had the ball interception. Everybody in that stadium knows Aaron Rodgers might be out. He's not coming back this game, right? But they put that aside to focus on the bill, focus on this game, to get behind Zach Wilson, somebody who last year got benched and had mental um, you know, confidence issues, Mike. Everyone's yeah. all in on our boy for the game. Yeah. Okay, now a lot of fan bases, Aaron Rodgers goes down and throws one pass to many other fan bases, traumatized. Nothing's happening in the second half to get them back. Jet fans have been through this already. So I said this to Mike when everybody's, sending out gifs and the internet's having a blast at jet fans expense and bills fans are in the stadium laughing about this to us mike when the jets started coming back right and the game is 13-6 and josh allen gets smacked and we get the ball back nobody's laughing then with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter mm -hmm. nobody's laughing then no one's laughing when we go down the field short drive tie the game 13-13 it's not funny then is it bills fans or universe, or anybody else that had anything to say about the Jets. Okay, and you heard the fans. Like, the negativity turned 180 into complete, unified, we're going to get this W. We don't care if we have Aaron Rodgers or not. 
Okay, Mike, he gets smacked. We get the ball back again. He fumbles. 16-13. What's up now? Is anyone laughing now? Is it funny now? Are the memes now or are there gifs now? Is that that funny then? Because you know for a fact, Mike, this whole planet thought Rodgers is out. The Jets are done. This game, they're not winning this game with Zach Wilson, right? But forget not only the Jet fans, who I'm so proud of riding with this squad the whole game, right? Could have went one direction, didn't. Loud as I've ever heard the stadium, okay? Respectful two of these Bills fans who are being pieces of trash all around me. Like I expect from people from Buffalo. I expect that level of behavior because you're garbage people, okay? Bill, a Jet fans kept their heads held high. And when we walked out of that stadium, nobody had anything to say about Aaron Rodgers. Then no Bill fans had any jokes, nothing to say. You were staring at your shoes as you walked out, right? That's what happened because this team is still pretty goddamn good with Aaron Rodgers or without Aaron Rodgers. And Coach Salah and those guys in the locker room, and to a degree, even Zach Wilson, we'll get into that. I don't think he played the best, but he won the game. Brees Hall, Jordan Whitehead, Makai Becton smashing people, Mike, like you said. Jermaine Johnson, yo, we have dogs on this team. And yeah, we wanted Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback. Of course. Him getting knocked out sucks. Of course. But guess what, Bills, who are rated ahead of us, higher chance to make the Super Bowl. You have Josh Allen and all this crap. Josh Allen just threw three picks and got smacked and fumbled the ball. He turned the ball over four times, right? Your boy has the most turnovers since he got drafted in the entire NFL. And every time he plays the Jets, he turns back into a complete scrub. And that happened on Monday night, Mike. And you have to give Coach Salah, you have to give the fans, those players, a ton of credit for staying in the game, staying on the Bills. Mike, even when we went ahead 16-13, they come down, get a field goal, it's tied now. In the past, in my mind, I'm like, this is the game we lose. We fought our fight. We got back into it. This is we're not. There's no way we're gonna. That no Jet fan thought that. They got the ball. They got. They even won the coin toss, and we still stopped them in three plays. Pun return. Xavier Gibson. Let's go. And we'll get into Rogers and all that. But I just wanted that Mike knows I was so hyped because I was. I almost got like emotional. I'm not even kidding. Thinking about how many times this shit has happened to us. And how many times Jet fans have held their heads? In my life, I'm 42 years old. And I'm looking to go through it, Mike, but everybody in there still had the team's back, was with Zach. Every run, every defensive play, every call, every mistake the Bills made, Jet fans were on it. All right? And we, we rode with that team to the end, and they paid it off with a huge victory, Mike. So I just want to give a tip of the cap to the team. Before we get into all the disaster that happened with Rodgers, to the team for keeping their heads and winning the game, and Jet fans for riding with the squad the whole game, got as loud as I've ever heard the place, and just being awesome fans in general, because we're used to this stuff. People think they could make jokes and send gifs, and you you can't you can't break a Jets fan. You, you can't upset us. There's no, there's no gif, there's no joke. There'll be no skit on Saturday Night Live. Nothing can happen that you're going to get a Jets fan gaslit. We've been through this shit a million times. You can't do it to us. It's impossible, right? So when everyone's like, oh my God, the Jets, can you believe it? Let's sit down just let's laugh about it. We still took a W. Still took a W in the face of all of that, right? Highest watched Monday night football game of all time. Yeah. And I was just, Mike, I need to calm down. I know I'm a little hyped to start the show coming in hot. It's just, I felt it around me. I saw it on my phone when Rogers got hurt. And Jet fans, we're in our little crew. Jet fans, we're in our world where other Jet fans know. All right, we said it a million times. I could be anywhere in this planet, see a Jet fan, 
see him with the gear on, and I know he knows the struggle. I know he knows this bullshit we've gone through with all, the, all this bad luck and injuries. So when it happens to us, you go, all right, okay. This is how, this is how we roll as fans. You ain't going to break us. Get their number two in attendance last year. The team stunk. You can't break that fan. It's impossible. I mean, Monday night, Mike. I completely agree with you. I was just going to say that I think last night or uh, when the uh, Monday night game, that was the best coached uh, team. That was the best coaching job that Robert Sala ever did. And I don't even question it because you just made like an amazing point in that. How do you keep your heads? And I'm talking not just the coach. I'm not talking Zach Wilson. I'm not talking. I'm talking about the entire organization. How do you hold your heads when the entire offseason, all we've been talking about is Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, right? Hard knocks, Aaron Rodgers, what he brings, what he is. He is the, 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 the team, right? Well, they just proved that he isn't the Jets. He's part of the Jets. He's an important piece, but there's more to that. And you need a strong head coach. And then that conversation in that locker room with your leaders on that team to make sure everyone is still bought in synergized and ready to go to go ahead and beat a talented team like the buffalo bills so and to your point about the jet fans i heard it i wasn't there i will be there this sunday when they play the cowboys and i will be as try to be as loud as you people but y'all represented I mean, and you didn't leave like Cowboy fans after the third quarter, leave the stadium. And I'm sure the Bills do, too, whenever they're down. Jet fans stay. They're there. They're dedicated. And they took a big, big win. And I think that's going to just bring positivity. I hope that they can ride this um, through to next week. And I know we're going to be talking about the Cowboys. I don't think you're going to probably agree with what I'm how I'm feeling about it, but I'll come out right and say it. I think we're winning on Sunday. I don't give a shit what anyone has to say to me. Well, you are I know, I know, I get it. I think we're going to win. Not even, look, we're going to get to the Cowboys in a minute. Yeah, we I know. A lot, and, my, and look, Mike Mike has a hard out today, guys, so we're going to try to be quick as we can. That's why I got so much out there at the beginning. Um, we'll get to that Cowboys game in a moment, Mike. Just to backtrack here with the, with, <laughs> with the Jet, luck that we've had some of the young bucks out there mike we know a lot of people that listen to the show that are 20 ish around that age mike they probably don't remember what happened with they know historically what happened but they don't know in real time like you and i who lived it jets could win the super bowl 99 after 12 and 4 vinnie's with the achilles it, it was the first it was the first series right yeah. um yeah. mike there's stuff though i think people forgot there's stuff in the mix like chad 2020 uh excuse me 2003 with chad brandon short hits him on the giants he's out for the season it was the last yep. preseason game Chad, 2005, the third game of the year, gets smacked. He's out for the season. And you remember, Mike, 2020, 2003, coming off 2002, and we spanked the Colts in the playoffs. That's right. People had a, we had a lot of buzz. That's three years that happened. Sanchez, 2013, the last preseason game. Um, he gets smashed. He can't play. Gino didn't miss the whole year, but he did have a jaw fracture, right? Smashed in the face. Who does, who does that happen to besides the Jets? Um, 2016, the second year we had Fitzpatrick, everyone forgets this nugget. He played six games and got benched for Geno. The next week, Geno started versus the Bucks. That game, he tore his ACL, Mike. Yeah. It's, it's lost in the sauce. Even that, maybe Geno would be our quarterback now. Maybe he plays that whole year and he's great and we see something. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Like, Mike Josh McCown, 2017, plays 13 games, breaks his arm. Like, there's things, Mike, Darnold, Mono. Are, Mono. What happened? Who does, 2000. Uh, Zach Wilson as a rookie hurts his name. Zach Wilson last year 
I'll miss the first preseason. Yep. My, it's never ending with the squad. It's why when I went so nothing, I just went off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I just lost my mind at the beginning of the show. But it's why in my mind, I'm like, why do people think you can get under Jet fans' skin? It's impossible. Like, you can't do it. Like, there's nothing. You know what we've been going through for so long with this team? You know, not just not just the, the performance on the team. Mike, the stuff that happens to the team. Right. That doesn't happen to anyone else. I mean, you, no. we always laugh about Like, so when it happens, real quick, Jet fans, process it, deal with it. We're bummed out. Okay, whatever. It's the Jets. Let's go. Like, and I'm not trying to stick my head in the sand. It sucks. It sucks this whole offseason. We made these moves for Rodgers. Built this team around him. We, we can't be naive. We can't. We can't. We can't act like it's not a real thing. But we have 16 games left to play. So even though we had that horrible luck with quarterbacks, which is just unbelievable to think it's real, Mike, we have a whole season left. So we got to figure out what we're going to do, and that's kind of what a lot of the talk has been since that game. And I wanted to kind of get your take because some people watched the game and thought Zach played well, and we're getting some of these stats here, or they thought he played decent. Other people watched the game. They saw more of the same. What was your opinion when the sm- – I know we won the game. That's all that matters. I'm just – Mike, I'm just talking about the Zach Wilson performance in comparison to the past. Did you see anything, for you at least, that gives you hope he could be the guy the rest of the year? I don't know if it gives me hope that he could be the guy for the rest of the year, but I will say that I thought last night was a step forward from last year. Last year was – I mean, how bad could it be? You know, 55% completion percentage – you know, uh, yards per attempt. I mean, he was just horrific. Um, But to this game, he made a couple of throws that really uh, um, I thought were really good decisions on the third, on a couple of third downs. He made um, uh, some decisions that was able to move the ball when they needed it to. I thought the touchdown throw was a horrific throw. I thought it was the right read though. The fact that he knew that it was a running play and he saw uh, him isolated and made the audible to throw it to him. Yeah. Bad throw, but great decision. So stuff like that is positive to me. Like it shows me that he's thinking and um, you know, again, do I know, do I feel good that he could be the solution for the rest of the year? No, I, what I saw, Monday was not something that I can say, yeah, I feel very good about. I think we're going to need a few more games to to kind of see with the, the new system that he's running with Hackett to see, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not going away. I'm told he will be on the field uh, with with or field. He will be working with Zach. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. I personally think uh, what what the way they're going to do it is they're going to at least give him the next two or three games. And and see if he can replicate what he did on 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 Monday night and be efficient. Um, if he stinks and hits, you know, doesn't do what we need, they're not going to waste their time and they're going to go ahead and get a veteran so that they can capitalize on this current situation. Yeah, I mean, this has been my main. Um, obviously, Zach Wilson and what's going to go on this year with him is the main focus of this team right now. Can he do it? Can he not do it? I'm of the opinion. That if they don't get another quarterback in on this team, and I'm not, we're going to go through some options here, guys. I'm not saying I know the exact guy. I think Jacoby Brissett would be great, Mike. We spoke about that. But um, if they don't do that, if they don't go out and get somebody that could be more efficient than Zach Wilson, then they are doing a disservice to everything they did this whole entire offseason, Jet fans, and the organization. And I don't, I don't know why I had to argue with so many people this week. Not you, Mike. You and I, we've talked about it. But, I mean, a lot of other Jet fans that pretended like the game they saw Monday night, Zach Wilson played well. 
And I know when the smoke clears, 14 for 21 looks great, but they didn't attempt to pass longer than 15 yards. He, Mike, he had a bad interception, and that interception, we've seen him do that his entire career to Milano. He tried to throw another one on the touchdown pass to Gary Wilson, just Gary Wilson wouldn't let it happen. You know, I mean, guys are wide open all the time, and he's just running around. I mean, he fell down in the pocket that throw to Lazard. No one touched him. So everyone goes, oh, he got hit and threw it and fell. And then I went and watched the game twice, and I'm like, no, he just fell. So even, I mean, I don't know how to say it any other way than when we got when we got the ball, we punted, we punted. Brees Hall ran at 83 yards, right? We couldn't do anything, kicked a field goal. So I threw an interception. Then we had another field goal, which was a decent drive. But we had nine possessions, Mike. In the nine possessions, he threw an interception. We punted four times. We had three field goals. But the Brees Hall field goal, we're at the 10-yard line to start the, the second play. And then the other field goal, we started in field goal range. So he had one time he drove down the field the whole day. What are we doing? And, yeah. and then you go into last year, and this is what I would say to Jet fans. Like, there's a difference between me not having faith in Zach or people being like, he can't do it. But when the game comes on, I'm all in. Be the best player of all time. I want to win the games. I want Zach to be great. I want to be wrong. But out of 33 quarterbacks last year that threw the ball more than 200 times, he was ranked last in the NFL. Mike, he had, and everyone goes, well, he went five and one, his first six starts. Mike, in those six starts, he threw four touchdowns and five interceptions. He had a stretch of three games that we won in a row versus Miami, Green Bay, and Denver. He didn't throw a touchdown. So why is anyone mentioning the record to me? He threw for 110 yards versus Green Bay, and we won. So Joe so Douglas. I, when people bring up last year and try to say, hey, remember when we, those six games we won? I get it, right? But. I said this to Mike on the phone yesterday that we had Mark Sanchez in 2009, 2010, right? And we got as far as humanly possible as you can get with your quarterback being horrific. Defense was great. A lot of good position players, but he was so bad. You can't overcome that at a certain point. You can't. It's yeah. impossible. So Joe, when you're 54% completion percentage and only 60 quarterbacks threw a ball last year, and that's ranked 58 out of 60. Mike, why does – the thing is this. He might go and he might play well and he might be improved. He played okay in the preseason, but Monday night didn't give me any reason to think he's any different. So there should be no reason. to. You can have confidence, right? Just like people have blind faith in a lot of things, Mike, but there's no reason to is my point. Yeah, no, I agree, and you shouldn't and I shouldn't and Jet fans don't, but Robert Sala has to. He has to yeah. project confidence. Of course, of now, course. Now Zach is the quarterback, right? He's got to make sure that the team believes in Zach. He's got to make sure the front office believes in Zach and all that stuff because if they're going to make sure this kid has the confidence, he's not. So there, so I was listening to PFF or PFT at, with um, yeah. Sims, and they, they were talking about there's two types of quarterback. One, that when you elevate him to the quarterback, he just naturally takes over like a Peyton Manning. They just yeah. – you don't need – he doesn't need to be propped up or anything. He's just – knows right he's yep. a leader immediate like philip rivers you know what i'm saying just general then there are other quarterbacks that just need like hand holding need you know reassurance because of their yeah. insecurity and you know that's like russell wilson's and and others and so um you know you know what i'm saying um zach unfortunately is that right now so I think JD is saying to himself before I start dropping out, because here's what's going to happen to get one of these guys, Keith, 
I don't think we're going to have, I don't think we're going to be able to give up draft picks. I think we're going to have to give up players. So to get like a Jacoby Brissett or a, yeah. uh, you know, one of these really good backups, they're going to be like, let me get one of those pass, those edge rushers from you. Yeah, let me get yeah and that's but if you think about the compensation they're not going to be letting go any of these guys teddy bridgewater unless they get yeah, some co- player compensation we're not talking about we're not talking about jermaine johnson or anything like that but but some of the guys that we have like yeah, some like that exactly yeah. just think about so before so think about it from jd's perspective um before he starts dropping off talent right he's gonna see what what he's got and can they win and so I think that's the the direction yeah. I I will just watch and see what happens. But I don't think you or me or anyone else should have any faith to your point. Yeah, and I don't disagree with anything you said. I think, I mean, we know he's playing versus the Cowboys. That's happening. Um, if for some reason Zach Wilson goes and, I mean, has some great game versus the Cowboys, which there's no reason to think that would happen, but say he did and he, or he just plays efficiently and we win then it is what it is. I mean, I'm not saying rock the boat if you see the kid improving or doing the things you want him to do. But I don't have a lot. I don't have, and Wayne Gibson, the Cowboys would dominate the Jets. That could be true. And I'll, this is what I'll say to Wayne and any Jet fans. Me and Mike, when we talk about the game, the Jets aren't giving 40 points up to the Cowboys. But I don't think we're going to score zero points either. It's not going to be like the Giants game, Mike. I don't think we're going to win the game. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, I do want to just go through some stats here, Mike. Uh, Wilson in the game, 14 for 21. Brees Hall, 10 carries. Oh, excuse me, 10 carries, 127 yards. Two of those, most of those yards are on two big runs that he had. And I want to, I, I even though statistically, Mike, not a big game for Dalvin, but if you guys watch the game, the tough runs, the hard runs, the ones right up the middle, they gave those to Dalvin Cook. And that's the best, one of the best defensive lines in the league. He was doing kind of the, the dirty work, Mike. Um, not, not that Brees Hall couldn't or wouldn't normally he'd be, but the, the, the design runs to the left, to the right. With a little bit more space, it seems like we gave those to Brees. Dalvin Cook's getting the third and ones up the middle, trying to get those tough yards. I thought they were a decent tandem. I thought Lazar had a nice run and catch there, Mike. A Jermaine Johnson. I mean, he played maybe a lot more than he would have because Carl Lawson didn't play in this game, guys. He played pretty much every snap, Mike. And there's people who were in my section. Um, there was a, a couple who were to the left of me, never been to a football game. They're from Scotland. This dude, by the half, he was saying, who's number 11? I'm not going to do a Scottish accent, but he's like, who's that guy? I'm like, oh, it's Jermaine Johnson, his second year, because he was all over the place. I know the stat line is what it is. He only had one sack, but Mike, he was causing disruption. Yeah, I, know, I thought, I saw it. <laughs> I thought he played great, man. I thought DJ Reed played great. Um, and you saw sacks from friggin', uh the big man had a sack too. Um, who had a sack? Yeah, yeah, uh, Al uh, Woods. Al Woods. Yeah, that's what I mean. Al Woods. He's just a run stuff for the big Quentin Jefferson with two sacks. So. Those three sacks are from guys that Joe D signed on the offseason. And unless you're a Jet fan and you listen to this show, you probably didn't hear too much about. That's three sacks we had last night. I thought defense played great. Sauce, I'm not going to – Sauce didn't get burned. He gave up 65 yards. First time plus 60 yards exactly. in his career. Exactly. Two big receptions, too, for the most part. I thought Diggs. Diggs is a tough cover. Um, He did not have his best game. But I will say one thing for Jordan Whitehead, somebody who on this show and many people have criticized Mike, is that he's a, he's a box safety. He doesn't have the ball hawk skills. Oh, he had man. seven interceptions before this, his whole career. His whole career. Can I tell you that Jamal years. Adams never had a game like that? Never. Never in his life. Never <laughs> in his life, Mike. And two of those interceptions were him just being athletic, tracking the ball, making the play. The third one, he oh. just – that's just – go watch the replay. Not only how when he broke, getting the knee down, Um, I almost had a sports-induced heart attack at that moment when he did that because we went we scored – 
we get the ball. I mean, they get the ball back. Uh, Michael Clemens smacks Josh Allen. And that Josh Allen was laying like this. <laughs> I was, and I would never, never in a million years, it happened to the Jets on Monday. Never wish for injuries. That's, that's bad karma to do that. Um, but I was hoping maybe he'd just be out for like a quarter. You know, I don't know. You know, just, just sit out for like a few minutes, Josh Allen, when your bell gets wrong like that. But overall, man, 21 for 40, uh, 29 for 41 for Allen. Mike, 62 QB rating for Josh Allen, which is the worst game he's had since when? Since last year when the Jets smacked them, his quarterback rating was a 52. All right? right. So three of the worst games in his whole career, his whole career, are versus the Jets. Um, and Zach Wilson's two and one versus Josh Allen the last three times. 102 yards for Diggs, Mike, who did play well. When you look at the game, it wasn't a fast-paced game, Mike. The average NFL game has about 150 plays in it. This game only had about 120. The Jets only had 53 plays on offense the whole do you, night. Do you want to know something interesting that I was just made aware of? Oh. Zach Wilson is 5-0 and oh with a healthy Brees Hall. <laughs> well, that's nice. I'm sure most quarterbacks' record would be good with a healthy Brees Hall. Um, <laughs> he's a beast. Like, that, for instance, that Green Bay game we won last year, Zach barely threw for 100 Didn't yards. Didn't do anything. It was all you guys know what? Do you know who had 100 yeah. yards receiving in that game? Brees Hall. Yes. So 110 yards he threw for. They were all to Brees Hall because he couldn't complete a pass to anyone else um, yes. in that game. But, yes. Mike, pass the game for a minute when we just talk about um, – and then we'll talk about this real quick, then we'll talk about the Cowboys, we'll get out of here. Some okay. of the options, because it's been kind of fun. There's been – every quarterback you can imagine has been floated out there. Me, you, our friends, articles. I mean, there's a lot. There's probably more options than people think. But like you said, what would we have to give up to get guys? Right. I'm not talking about the free agents, um, like McColt McCoy's out there, Matt Ryan, these things that are that probably like Mike, that's probably like plan like C D E F. That's probably like far down. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean, Mike? Like before that happens, Mm -hmm. maybe they call the Rams and say, Hey, you tried to trade Matthew Stafford the whole offseason. What's the story? You know, Cup's not even playing, like, what's the deal? Um, maybe they kick the tires on Tannehill. They did just draft two quarterbacks in a row. Yep. And at the end of this year, Stafford's contract's up. Tannehill's contracts up, Cousins' contract up. I don't, I don't think Cousins is getting moved, Mike. I'm just mentioning them as guys that would be pretty good fits, but maybe we couldn't really get. But when you come to dudes that you could maybe get, Mike, I know you got one guy you like who's probably not a good fit, but it would just be fun. That's James Winston, right? Oh, James. The ball over a lot, but that would be fun. I think Gardner Minshew, he's a high level game manager. I sent, I sent you some of his stats the other day, Mike. Um, yeah, he, he'd be a decent option. All the guys I know, Jet fans are listening. All these guys we're mentioning, we know they're not A level guys. We're not getting an A level quarterback. It's not happening. We're not getting a B level quarterback. We have to get someone in there that can come in and be efficient because we saw last year. Look, we won three games last year when Zach Wilson didn't throw a touchdown. You know what he well, also didn't do in those games? Throw an interception. So well, if you can come here and just be efficient, we could maybe win, Mike. I will say there is one option getting an A level quarterback. And it could be a real Tyler? option. It could be a real option. Uh, no, it's Matt Stafford. And let, let me just explain why that could happen. Um, if the Rams are not doing well in the next couple of weeks, um, remember what um, Caleb, Will, the uh, quarterback from USC said, you know, it, depending on the team that's there, you know, he may not come out, whatever, or his dad said it or whatever, whatever. You know that, you know, Obviously, the Rams would be a destination for him. Um, if the Jets decide, I'm not saying they do this, if they decide that they would give up a first-round pick, their first-round pick that they have now, to get Stafford, and that would equip the Rams with two first-round picks so that they can go up and get a yeah. Caleb Williams, 
um, they were trying to ship shop uh, Stafford all off season guys. Yeah. So again, this is a far fetched. This isn't, but I just want to just mention if J yeah. there are options out there that JD may be able to swindle and move around assets to bring in an A level or B level quarterback. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And like that's why I mentioned Stafford because it seems like it'd be a really good fit. Also, someone that's already gone to a team that was kind of ready made to be decent took over, won a Super Bowl. So um, if they had to for Jet fans, I mean, look, we already were in our mind. We're like, we're gonna have Rodgers, we're not gonna have a first round pick next year. If the same scenario happens in an emergency plan and it's Stafford instead of Rodgers, it's not the biggest drop off in the world, and you still don't have your first round pick, but next year we might have Aaron Rodgers back. Like, you know, Mike, and we have, we failed to mention on here that um, both of us think he will be back. Aaron Rodgers basically said as much. He's not. Aaron Rodgers is not going out like that. He's coming back, guys. Not, I mean, I know out. we got to go through this year. He'll be back. And remember, he's a quarterback. He's not a running back, a receiver. He's yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be back. I don't know how great he'll be, but he'll definitely be better than what we have right now. So no worries. He'll, he'll be back next yeah. season. I'm a big, and I think, um, you know, you saw some of the statements that he made. I think that um, he wants to come back also. I think that he's committed, Mike. You saw him give the money to the Jets like he did, um, give the money back. He was all in on the offseason. So it kind of seems like, I don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bank on Aaron Rodgers be back next year. He'll be healthy. Whether he'll be back week one or not, Mike, you actually have experience. You had a way worse Achilles injury, actually, than Rodgers had. Uh, you did, actually. Um, very rare. There's a difference between a ruptured Achilles and a torn Achilles. Um, what you explained to me, the torn Achilles is actually the better one to have. The rupture is just destruction. If you rupture your Achilles, that's going up to the back of your knee, and you might not. You're going to be you're going to be messed up for a while. Um, he tore his Achilles, which is nowadays. Uh, Mike broke it all down from yesterday. A lot more common, a lot easier to rehab. You see guys come back from that, Mike. And I yeah, want to say mean, he should be back in a year. Yeah, and if it's a year from now, then maybe maybe the first month of next year we have Aaron Rodgers back. You know, so that's why I'm having Zach Wilson. Hopefully, look. Hopefully we get someone in better than him and he can just sit and chill this year. Like we were hoping would happen. I think that would be really good for him. Um, you saw his mom say as much aside from bashing jet fans. Cause she thought a jet fan threw a water bottle at him um, and saying we're all our fan base. She said as much. And look, that's a mom defending her son. I'm not going to get on. I'm not going to get on Zach Wilson's ignorant ass. His mom's case Yeah, coming yeah, from yeah. living in a bubble, living in a Mormon bubble of whiteness in Utah. Rock out with your opinion. Go on and go. You know what I'm saying? So do your thing. They showed a video, Mike. All you see is the bottle come from above, as if there's not Bills fans at the game. Yeah. Or as if, as if, if a, say a Jet fan did do that, and you're a moron if you did, as if the one person then must represent the whole fan base, right? Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would have been pissed too if that was my son and someone threw a water bottle. I would, if I saw it, I'd be, I'd be heated for real. Okay, be so. mad. She has no idea who threw the bottle. It's stupid. It's stupid. I know. People on social I know. media say I anything know. or I like know. posts when people are saying, oh, Jet fans are classless, when you have no idea. I mean, probably wasn't a Jet fan, right? If, I mean, what are we doing? And yeah. to say, oh, this one person did something, so I'm going to think about this whole group of people that way. There's a word for that called ignorance. Pretty stupid. We see it on a daily basis nowadays. But rock out. Knock yourself out. One other option, Mike, that we're going to get to this Cowboys game. Um, and I know that this is not a sexy name, all right? But I talked about it with you. I've been talking about it with people. And that's Jacoby Brissett. Now, they have Sam Howell down there in Washington. Jacoby Brissett's the backup. Last year with the Cleveland. He only started 11 games before Watson came back, if you remember. He was 64% completion percentage. QB rating was about a 90, Mike. He threw for 2,600 yards. That's a 4,000-yard a season pace, and he ran for 250 in 11 games. And his whole career, like, 
He's not someone I'm saying we're going to put the chips in for the rest of you know the next 10 years, but he can do what we need our quarterback to do on this team. Yeah. Be efficient, don't turn it over, and he's mobile, right? So these are the type of guys like that aren't, there's not a lot of sex. We're probably not, unless it's Stafford, which would be amazing. Um, If we do make a move for a guy, it'd be a Brissett. It might be an Andy Dalton, who even last year, and Andy Dalton's QB rating was a 95 last year. You know, yeah. he's not Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton never won a playoff game. He gets his balls busted for that. But you go and look and you're like, oh, he's actually he's actually pretty efficient. He doesn't really turn the ball over. That's why he started in Jameis. Other things went on with Jameis with health, Mike, which you know. But that's one of the reasons he played last year. Um, there's a lot of guys. I heard people saying, uh, talking about Trubisky. I'm like, stop it. Just give me Zach. Oh, hell no. I'm, I'm fine. With, if you're going to bring a – don't bring a Mitch – give me Zach. I'm fine with Zach over Mitchell Trubisky. I'll, I'll just let Zach run, you know. Um, that's most of the – and there's a whole bunch of guys. And then you, you know who Vegas has is the top, top um, guy, right? Who? It was on this morning. I was trying to get it. It's Nick Foles. Oh, get it. Really? Oh, God. That is that is Vegas. That's the odds. The Ve- top Vegas odds. It's a one to three. I forget what it was, but yeah, Nick Foles is at the very top. Um, all right. He's a free agent right now, too. So it wouldn't cost anything or any picks or anything like that. Cole McCoy is a free agent. Um, Matt Ryan's a free agent. Mike, people have thrown um Kyler Murray into the mix. I heard people say that. that's not realistic. That's not gonna happen. That would if they got Kyler Murray, that would mean Aaron Rodgers isn't playing next year. Kyler Murray's not gonna sit out next year to, to be I just can't see a little man like that in, in New York. I can't, but anyway, <laughs> sorry. Mike, sorry. don't yo, there's a lot of little fiery ass New Yorkers out there, man. I know you're six foot six or whatever the hell you are, which is why look, if you ever on our Insta and you see a picture of me and Mike, I'm almost six foot two. Yeah, I'm not short. All right, he just tall as hell. I want everyone to know that because my, my <laughs> wife always says that she's like, you look mad short. I'm like, yo, I'm what do I gotta do, man? I'm not even short. But um, Mike, I think those are mo- those are the most realistic quarterback options. What they're gonna do though, if they even explore any of those, that'll be determined the next two or three weeks, like you said. Now, yeah. the Cowboys game, we saw one of our um one of our listeners a moment ago mentioned that, that we would get spanked. Okay, that game I'm less worried about than the Patriot game with Zach yep. the quarterback. Yes. That, for me, we, we, nine for 22 last year. The Patriot game got Zach benched last year. Yep. I mean, that's, and he had other disasters, and San Darnold had disasters, and Sanchez had disasters. And it just seems like our recurring nightmare is that team over and over and over again. And going in with Rodgers, I was feeling good. Yeah. Feeling, you're, not trick, you're not tricking Aaron Rodgers, Bill Belichick. Zach Wilson's a different story. We'll get to just, that game in a few weeks. Just so um, you guys know, just so you guys know, like when I was going through my moment of understanding we lost um, Rodgers when he went in the tent, I want you guys to know that in the first like five minutes, what Keith just said went through my head. The Patriots. I immediately pivoted there because I knew, yo, if he's out, we're done. Like yeah. just what he said. And that's crazy. Why would I even be thinking of that? Because I know if I go in, we go in with Zach Wilson. Against Bill Belichick, we're we're finished. And I really wanted so much for Aaron Rodgers to just torch them and destroy them. And I just wanted that feeling, that therapy. I'm not going to get it now. So, again, we're about to talk about the Cowboys. I got us winning this game. I know m- no one really does. I do. I have my reasons for saying that. and uh, But I definitely think we're taking an L against the, the, the Patriots the following week. 100%. 100%. All right, well, let's get it now. Cowboys. And not one, and when I dug in further into the stats, man, if you look at that game versus the Giants last week, the Giants, look, um, I wish the bookie was here. We've been doing these during the daytime, Michael, because it's better for our schedule lately, so we don't have the book with us. But, I mean, I don't, I've been saying I don't think the Giants are going to be good at all this year to everybody that asks, no one asked me a lot about the Giants, but hey, when it comes up, I'm not trying to be a hater, but you can't win that many close games last year, have your quarterback only throw 15 touchdowns, 
and then think the same thing's going to happen this year. You're going to be successful. Fuck yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Jones isn't a good quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. By no stretch is he a good quarterback. If 15 touchdowns over 17 games passing is a good quarterback in 2023, I don't know what you're talking about. Tiki I mean, Barber said like, that he thinks he's a top five quarterback and better than Aaron Rodgers. Who said that? Tiki Barber. He did. I don't even believe that's possible. Now, Tiki, this is the thing. If Tiki Barber's on New York and wants to say ridiculous things to get people to call into his show, fine. He's a talk show radio host. Cool. If there was a gun to Tiki Barber's wife's head, <laughs> hey, man, is Daniel Jones better than Aaron Rodgers? He couldn't say Aaron Rodgers fast enough. You know, so, so style, I'm, I'm eliminating that stupidity from even a, even a talking point. All right. That's, that's ridiculous. Daniel Jones has been bad. He wasn't that great last year. And you give credit now to people just for not sucking as much as they used to. People right. did that with Zach Wilson. Oh, man, he had 81 QB rating. That's still not good, you know? So um, I think when you look at that game last week, though, they ran the ball pretty well, the Cowboys, Mike. They didn't – Dak didn't really throw for that many yards. Their offense no. – if you look at the offense, surprisingly for the game, the Cowboys had 265 yards the whole game. Um, the <laughs> they Giants were down actually, 16. They were down 16 nothing in the first, like, couple of minutes, Keith. Yeah. I mean, did you see what happened? You were telling me I didn't see the game. They were down in seconds, and then they were trying to come back, trying to rush, but they weren't able – they were already behind in game script. You know, um, I'm going to tell you right now, man, because I know we got we to gotta run um, here in a second, but he, look, just hear me out. When Dak Prescott has to go through his progressions, I'm not talking about his first read or even the second read. When he goes into his third and fourth read, that's when he throws his, his pickles. And he's not going to be able to go to his first and second read because we have great cornerbacks. We have great secondary. And so as long as we're not turning the ball over and having a negative game script right off yeah. the bat like the Giants did, our defense is going to freaking smash them in the face and we have a better running attack than they do. Is Dak better? Is Dak better than Zach? Of course he is. I'm not going to say that, but I think our defense is just as good as theirs, and I think our running game is superior to theirs. Yeah. So, in the end, I think the Jets are going to go into the into Dallas. They have the right team to play against what they have. Now I know that Michael Parsons is going to be causing terror. I hope that the Nathaniel Hackett and Downing and others are preparing for that. I hope they write a game script for Zach that really lifts his skill set, like run him, get Miko Hardman involved, get creative, right? Because all, you know, before it was all about Aaron Rodgers and Cadence. Now you have to write the game for Zach and, and go in there and, and beat the Cowboys. And if they do that, something like that, that's a statement. That's a statement to the league. Like, Hey, don't take the jet. Don't don't be all down on the Jets. Now the following week is a different discussion, but that's that's my that's my position, man. Yeah, I mean, you made points that are plausible for the reasons we could win. I understand everything you said. My thoughts would be that the Giants O line is better than ours, yeah. And the and the defenses are a, for the first month of the year. Defenses usually have an advantage on these offenses. That's what worries me is the games. Zach has not had many good games. We can't pretend like he has. He hasn't had a ton of games where I'm like, wow, he played great. It doesn't happen very often. So when you're going against a team with that type of front, they had seven sacks last week. They they, they uh, rushed the quarterback 15 times. They had two interceptions, one, uh, one fumble, as we know. So that defense is also legit. I think it's better than Denver. Uh, excuse me, Den better than Buffalo's defense. I think Buffalo's defense is a little overrated. On wow. the front seven of Buffalo against the run, beast mode. 
Um, but I think they're going to get after Zach a lot more than he saw versus Buffalo. And we know what happens when historically that happens if he doesn't play well. So like Mike said, we do have a better rushing attack than the Giants. We have a better defense than the Giants. They're not scoring 40 points on the Jets unless something crazy happens. It's just not happening. Okay. I agree with all those points. I just am someone that is not a believer in Zach Wilson. I'm not a believer in him against high level defenses to play well. I'm just not. And until he proves me otherwise, that's kind of my stance. So that's why I don't think this game's going to go well. I don't think the Patriot game's going to go well either if he's playing quarterback. Now, yeah. I could be proven wrong. Mike, he could be efficient. You watch the game versus the Bills. They didn't even try to throw the ball down the field. I know. So the second half, we couldn't run the ball anymore. I'm sure everyone saw the same thing as me. The Bills yeah. went, oh, they're not even trying because he's going to throw an interception. So, yeah. Mike, the one play he tried to throw, that I would think it was 15 to 20 yards on the field, he threw it directly to Milano. So now every pass is within five yards of the line of scrimmage. If we play that way against the Cowboys, long night, dude. Yeah. Mike, that's going to be a long night. You know, he's got to get the ball out fast, man. One thing I learned with with Zach and, and, you know, with Rogers and watching Brady, Brady just gets the ball out, dude. Like hike, boom, hike, boom, go, just hit your slants. Know where you're going. Go fast. Don't hold the ball. Don't step all the way back. Run a million yards away. Hit your targets. Go execute that. That's all I really want from him. What would you do if there was a hypothetical world where, you woke up tomorrow and you saw a tweet from Adam Schefter and it said the Jets have contacted Tom Brady's representatives I to come out of retirement. I like, wouldn't. Uh, you want me to end this? I, I wouldn't be on the podcast anymore. I wouldn't be a Jet. I would not watch a Jet game. I won't, I'm telling Hello. you now, I wouldn't watch a Jet game. I won't do that. There's no way. That'd be like that'd be like There's if no Putin way. came over, and ran for U.S. President. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> it, thank you. You said exactly. thank you. You know you're with me. There's People no are texting me, and I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even, I can't accept this. I won't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I won't no. watch football. Yeah, I'm not, I can't. I can't. I can't mess with that. All right, but Mike, I'm happy to talk to you today. Look, Jet fan, keep your heads up. Uh, we had a message earlier. I didn't. I, I saw on the screen there from one of our fans um, that says they're a lot happier today. I am too. Smoke has kind of worn off. Jet fans, like I said a million times, like it's like people that have dealt with stress and abuse and tough times in their life. You know what it does? It hardens you, Mike. Hardens you. It hardens you as a human, Mike. Um, and that's what happened to Jet fans. It's why we're unbreakable and unstoppable and why you still get um, 85,000 people at every single goddamn game. Because it doesn't matter if it's Zach Wilson or it's Aaron Rodgers. We're rolling with the team. Mike, and that's all we got for everyone this week. Hopefully it goes good for the Cowboys. We'll be back talking to you guys on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Mike, if anyone does want to get at us or support us in any way, shape, or form, how could they do that? Guys, we're on Facebook at Radio on X at AEBG underscore NYJ podcast and on Instagram at jet.aebg. You heard the man on behalf of the biggest jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Agaris. My name's Keith Farrell. Get at you next week, everybody. Peace out.